<laughs> All right, so we, uh, we, uh, we started talking about spiritually authorized last week. And, um, and uh, oh, I do want to say this, like, uh, you know, stretch yourself a, l- a little bit. I'm telling you to stretch, you know, towards the end of the year. But, you know, try to adjust even some of the handicaps we have, you know. So, so even some people that are watching, hey, hey listen, you, you know, you get the notes, you get the lower thirds, you get the flow a lot better. Some people flow a lot better with that. But, but, but try to watch just handicaps. You know, some people may just listen to the word all week but never really get into the word. But let's, let's, let's you know, it's something a guy told me, told me at the gym. He says if you, if you baby a muscle, you know, then it's going to get comfortable with being babied. And so, because I, I, you know, when I came out, I, I broke my, my patella in 2000 or so. So I just started wearing knee braces just for support. I didn't really need them, but for support. So I don't even wear them no more, you know. Like, uh, but I noticed everything's stronger because they, they don't have the handicap. And so, so just don't, don't, don't live off of a handicap. Stretch yourself. I know, uh, you know, you have a certain capacity sometimes and you have a certain rhythm. Stretch yourself beyond the limits, okay? Right? Uh, do the uncomfortable thing. You'll find your breakthrough there. You'll find your breakthrough there. You're looking for that breakthrough? It's in that uncomfortable thing. You know, you have, I just don't, you know, I'm, I'm just not that type of person to do that. Try, try doing it. You know, put yourself in that uncomfortable situation because that's where you have to depend on God. It ain't, it's, it's not you anyway. All right, so let's, we're going to talk today about some, uh, we, we're talking about spiritually authorized, and we talked about being authorized or not last week. Um, and, and, and we got a lot of information going forward. But today we're going to talk about obstacles to operating in spiritual authority. Some obstacles to operating in spiritual authority. You know, we just talked about the being spiritually authorized and the value of that, but there's some obstacles. Now, now there's a lot of obstacles, but we're going to lock in on um, uh, a specific obstacle today. And what we're going to talk about is the Ahab and Jezebel spirit, Amen. right? Um, and, and, and what happens is this partic- these particular spirits, they sicken, they, they're sickening our hearts and dividing our minds, eventually contaminating all that we come in contact with. Now, again, I'm talking about spirits. You know, I know Ahab is a, a, a male in the Bible and Jezebel is a female in the Bible, but we're talking about the spirit, which can be attached to either one of us, right? Now, now, that Ahab spirit that we're going to talk about today is that self-pitying, self-indulging, complacent, uh, lazy, undisciplined, irresponsible, and disobedient spirit, right? Um, it carries a victimized attitude, right? Carries a victimized attitude. And, and again, if you go back and look at the video, all this stuff is scripted on the video. I said, if you go back and look at the video, all of it is scripted. Well, it's, it's, it's on video. You got to go back to the video. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I was just playing. She didn't get it. She was like, no, no, could you just repeat it? I said, it's on the video, man. All right, so listen. So it's the self-pitying, indulging, complacent, lazy, undisciplined, irresponsible, and disobedient spirit. 
Right? Right? Look, look. It carries a victimized attitude. It carries a victimized attitude, almost like you got that, right? See, it's the victim, like, so this is the victim, this is somebody, it's, it's, it's always somebody else's fault, right? So that's the Ahab spirit. And again, go back, please, challenge yourself, study a little bit this week, go back and look at the video. All that stuff is, 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 is uh, spelled out for the people watching, right? But don't, get, don't use that as a handicap. Sometimes you got to come in and train yourself to write things down. And this is the thing about taking notes. You, t- you write down what you can get, yeah. right? You'll overwhelm yourself. You go, now what was that? What was that? What was that? And then the next point is coming because I know I'm rapid fire. I understand that. Just write down what you can get. Right. That's all you got to do is write down what you can get. You'll be surprised. And then what you, so now that will challenge you to go back and figure out what the rest was, right? Now you have to go to the video get the rest, right? Now, in the Jezebel spirit, it's a little bit different. It's that uh, uh, impudent or, uh, or cocky boldness or disregard for others. Has that cockiness or that boldness, that disregard for others. Uh, it's uh, the manipulative, controlling, ambitious, pacifying, look, look, assisting and seducing compromise. So it assists and seduces you to compromise. Right? <laughs> I'm going to seduce you, but I'm going to help you. I'm going to make it easy for you to compromise. Right? It's volatile. That spirit is volatile. You know, just, uh, you know, you're, you're, you know, try to get you to do something. If you don't do it, it's aggressive. You know, almost try to, to intimidate you to do something. Right? It's, uh, it enables someone's self-pity. So, the, so that, the, that Jezebel spirit is, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to keep you crippled. <laughs> it's going to keep you crippled and handicapped, right? Right. So, so let's, look, let's, let's look here at 1 Kings 16. 1 Kings 16. All right, we're going to hit a few scriptures. We're going to spend a lot of time in, in, in the kings. You know, it's kings, you know, it's... It gives you some breakdown of, of the kings, and some of them acted right and followed, uh, you know, the, God's plan, and some of them was idiots. The first one was an idiot. <laughs> you know, we came an idiot. Saul started out pretty good, you know. Let's give Saul his props. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard when you're first, right? <laughs> you make the mistakes that other people can benefit from. At least it should go that way. Some people still don't benefit. You saw that too, Right? All right, so, so, so uh, 1 Kings 16, and we'll start here at verse 30. All right, so it says, And Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord, look, above all that were before him. It says, And it came to pass as if, it, look, look, as if it had been a light thing, <laughs> right, for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nabat that he took, the, took to wife, as if it had been a light thing, he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal. So, so I wanted to emphasize that because Eth put a line between it, Baal. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> right? King of the uh, uh, Zidonians and went and served, there it is again, Baal and worshipped him. Right? And he reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, 
which he had built in Samaria. Now, this is supposed to be a king of God, right? And Ahab made a grove, uh, another version says, unto Ashtoreth, another god, right? Uh, and Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. And in, and in his days did Heel, uh, the Bethelite, build Jericho, and he laid the foundation thereof um, uh, in Abiram, his firstborn, and set up the gates thereof and the youngest son, so on and so forth. All right, so, so, here, you, <laughs> so here you have this arranged marriage to a Phoenician, which is Jezebel, right? Um, talked about that, verse 33. When he made this grow, it was to Ashtoreth or Ashtoreth. They're, they're pretty much the same, same God, right? Which I'll get into here in a second, right? Now, this same, uh, uh, this same person, let's go here, uh, verse eight, uh, chapter 18, verse 4. Chapter 18, verse 4. So, so, so it's so interesting how this all plays out. Some of the stuff Jezebel did, and I'll get in, go, we'll go backwards. It says, for it was so, when Jezebel cut off, and that means killed, the prophets of the Lord, that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by 50 in the cave and fed them with bread and water. So she's trying to take out her first job. She's trying to take out God's men, God's prophets. See, because what? Seers hear from God. They can show you where the direction God is going. We talked about hearing from God and uh, how to pray this morning. So back then, people didn't have that direct communication. They trusted men of God to set themselves apart to tell them exactly what God is saying. Right? She said, okay, I know how we need to stop them. We need to take out their ability to hear God's voice from the men of God. Let's just, just take the prophets out, right? Right? Look at, look at it. Volatile, right? It was murder. It wasn't no, <laughs> it wasn't no hey, hey, you know, <laughs> No, let's push them down in the water. No, 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 let's kill them, right? And then verse 13, it says, was it, not told, uh, was it not told, my Lord, what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets, just to let you know she killed them, the prophets of the Lord, how I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by 50 in the cave and fed uh, them um, with bread. So, you know, the, the, you know he's, probably, he's trying to get his props, like, hey, when y'all... When y'all come back and, and do the payback, remember, like, <laughs> I was trying to save the prophets. Because there probably was other people around that could have helped. Jezebel didn't have that much power, but see, that manipulation makes you think somebody has more power than they, than they were. Even, you know, just to let you know, as male or female, Haman fell to this same spirit. You know, Haman, Haman fell to the manipulative, irresponsible, and lazy spirit. He tried to hustle his position. So, so this is the thing. If you recognize these spirits as we're talking about, uh, if you recognize these spirits, you're either, sometimes you're either controlled by them or being controlled. So you may pick up and say, hey, wait a minute, that's what's happening to me. Or you may, if you're honest with yourself, say, that's what I'm doing. All right? But again, it's not for condemnation, but it is to recognize sometimes what we open ourselves up to. We talked about this this morning, how to pray. Sometimes we're so casual with uh, 
the things of the world that we open ourselves up to things that are controlling us without our permission. And, and then we get used to it. We get desensitized to it, and we just start living these things out, not realizing it. So, so now you got to watch these spirits because, again, this, this, even this Jezebel spirit, this spirit would only serve high. It would only serve at a high level. So, so when they come into your, your, your job, your establishment, your business, your ministry, they're only going to serve at a high level. If it's not a high level, they ain't serving because they have to have some level of control. Right? They're not going to do anything menial because that would take humility. Right? They serve at a high level until they can compete, completely take over. So they'll buy their time until they can completely take over. Right? And so, so in, in, in 1 Kings 18 here, we're in here 19. Look at this. It says, uh, it says, Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, 450. There's 450 prophets of Baal, and the prophets, this says of the groves, but another version says the, the prophets of Asherah, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. So Jezebel positioned herself in God's kingdom, but she used God's resources, because if you're, you're a queen or the king, you have access. She used God's resources to support the prophets of Baal. And the prophets of Astra. Because when they said they ate at her table, she, 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 she took care of them. She made sure they were elevated. She made sure the wrong people were in authority. Right? Now, you're talking about 850 people here. <laughs> 850 people that, that, that she had. Like, imagine them bled through, being bled through the kingdom like that. Right? False prophets speaking craziness. Now, now, why is this significant? Because Baal, B-A-A-L, and B-E-L, those are synonymous in the Bible. They're, they're, they're the same thing. That's a sun god, but it's the god of confusion. And so, so she, so the prophets of Baal, the reason why she, she pumped them up, because you create confusion. We talk about this in this, uh, when I taught the message, divide and conquer, with all this craziness out here, you divide, you conquer. A house divided can't stand. So I need to create confusion, not harmony. If you notice that when, we, you know, you talk about things, this is the trick. In, 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 in the kingdom, the trick has been converting agreement into, look, make everybody look at agreement through cult lenses. So if somebody says, hey, everybody stand up. Well, I ain't standing up, you know. Ain't nobody controlling me. See, see, again, people don't understand you got to train to be in agreement. You know, you, you, you look at hard knocks or whatever, Man, one person ain't doing this stretch and another person doing this stretch over there. Everybody doing the same stretch. Right? Everybody running the same play. You know why? It's called agreement. The fool that ain't running the same play ain't playing. <laughs> Do you understand that? It's the same thing in the kingdom. It's about agreement. Two or more gather in my name there are in the midst. If you touch and agree on anything, God shows up and makes stuff happen. They were on one accord in the upper room. That's when the power showed up. When they was in agreement. It says they was of one mind. Right? Everybody thinking the same thing. Right? But, but we, no, no, that's, not, that's not how I roll. That's why you're by yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? We got to understand God, faithful in another man's is learn how to get an agreement, help something else flourish and be great, and you automatically, please do you, you automatically will have something that's flourishing great because you've, you, you've sown that. But if you can't give yourself to somebody else's being great, and then you have your own thing, everybody that comes to your, your business, your job, and your ministry will be doing their own thing. They'll be doing exactly what you're doing now. So you think about it. Listen, I come up here, listen, I, I spend a lot of time toiling, right, to make sure we hear from God. But don't get it twisted. I flow with it, but I want y'all to hear me. I want people to show up to listen. If you got to speak next week, you don't want nobody to show up? Because I can arrange it. Anytime you speak, like, hey, listen, everybody stay at home. How do you feel? Okay, you sing, right? Is it a difference if people are here and people are not? If nobody's here and you got to, it's a difference. Matter of fact, during the uh, pandemic, when, well, I guess it's, it's still the pandemic? Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm going to let that go. All right, so, so, but during when they shut down the city. Well, we were just here. So you said it, right? It, 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 she sang, but it was a difference because it's a different demand. You were singing today. People lifting up their hands and worshiping. It pulled more out of you, don't it? But imagine everybody sitting there like, really, please, could you hurry up, Sabrina? <laughs> oh, my God. You ain't finished yet? You're going to flow different. Yeah. Nobody in the house. Right. You're going to flow different. Amen. So, hey. Just like when you have, and around here, everybody gets the opportunity to speak, you want people to show up? You got to show up. What you want for your, whatever your business, you got to be it now. Listen, I'm saying this respect, freelance if you want to. Everything around you will be freelancing. Your kids too. They, they, everybody, everything around you is a reflection of the seeds you sow. Amen. Amen. Yes, it is. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, so, so, so that, that, that bail, bail or B-E-L, and I'm, I'm emphasizing it's, it's synonymous for a reason because what's at the end of Jezebel's name? B-E-L. What was her dad's? Esbaal. He, he, he actually was, the, he was a prophet for the God. Right? right. It's, just like, it's, it's, all, it's all weaved in here, right? And then Ashtaroth, right? That's, that's sensuality. It's all about sensuality and perversion. So you got confusion and perversion being lifted up in the kingdom of God. You got a bunch of clouded, crazy folk in the kingdom. And things, y'all think things of, oh, back in the Bible, uh, Asteros and Baal, they just ain't telling you their names now. That's all. Ain't nobody announcing they coming. But folks still worshiping them. How you know? Sensuality, perversion, and confusion. <laughs> Man, don't be speaking that over our city. <laughs> but 
<laughs> you know, the hornets, right? Confusion, right? Right? And see, so, 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 so basically they took the treasure, the tithes and everything, and they sold it into that. They supported this. They said she ate at her table. They ate at her table. That means they got their nourishment and everything from her. I mean, you got to study it out. I didn't just make this stuff up, right? And so, so they lived in the council of the ungodly. This scripture says, walk not in the council of godly, no standing way of sinner, no sin to see the scornful, right? Psalm 1. They lived in that. They were consumed with it. That's like living your life off of a TV show. And then it gets worse when you're playing the TV show out in your life. It says, see, it doesn't change. Meditate on the word day and night, do all that's written therein. Then shall you make way prosperous. Then shall you have good success. So if I meditate on the word, I become it. If I meditate on a TV show, I become it. It don't change. You understand what I'm saying? But it's all confusion, perversion, twisted, wicked, right? See, this spirit destroys evidence that proves the innocence of, of, of their victims. So that Jezebel's spirit will, do, will, will, will discredit and destroy evidence. You know, you ever like me in a situation where somebody playing you? And then just when you was about to bust them out, they just don't happen to show up that day? Or what you was going to use to prove the demise, something, something that got lost? See, it's, it's, it's a hustle movie. Uh, what is it? What's the movie? Uh, so it was a Hamlet Rocks the Cradle. Is that it? Where, where, where the, the husband was, was supporting the person that was sabotaging his whole family. Right? And but every time he got close, it made it look like the wife was tripping. You know, like, oh, my God. Like, babes, you're losing your mind. Come on. Right? Because that, 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 that spirit in, in their house was so subtle, had him convinced, and she was tripping. I seen it. I seen people come, get close enough where they, they create divide among what's supposed to be in harmony. In, in marriages and households. I seen it happen to a pastor and his wife. The person was constantly just, just doing subtle things. It was like, I don't, and, and, and they'd be, oh, let's say the person say, uh, I, I can only take three pills for my medication. If I take any more than three, I could have a cardiac arrest. So then the help gives him five, but, but the help's not there. He just sees five, but the wife consistently is supposed to give out the medication. So when he sees the five, he's talking to the wife like, like you know only D3, I almost had a heart attack. But, but I thought I gave, I know, I did, I know it was three. I don't, I don't know what I'm How did it become five? And so now the person think they're crazy. But the whole time, uh, this, the person in the spirit just dropped two more in. It was like, and then, then behind the scenes, talking to the husband going, yeah, I don't know why she gave you five. And like, she knows maybe I should just start giving you your medication now. Yeah, I think I'm still talking about a movie or something. This is what happens. Oh, you bleed in the church, I get close to the pastor and you start, you get in, you get my ear. Then you start telling, now, I don't know what's wrong with, with, with Lou. Lou cool, but I don't know, Pastor. Then I'm going <laughs> Lou, why you call me today, man? You don't normally call me. What you want, bro? Right? All because somebody got my ear. 
Or did somebody get my ear? Did Pastor Mal, man, I don't know, Pastor, she, she, she insecure. Babe, what you ask me that for? What you mean by that? Man, please, stop. Just stop. But, that, but, but you got to watch out because this is the thing, like, that spirit is so subtle. See, that's why she tried to take Elijah out because Elijah just took out 450 of those prophets. Remember he called, he said, he said go get the prophets. <laughs> he said, call them up. And then they, you know, he said, pray to your God. And they prayed to their God. He says, okay, now I'm going to pray to my God. Then he said, man, take these fools out. <laughs> Jezebel, like, hold on. Like, the very thing that I'm using to create confusion, he taken out. So I need to take him out. Right? Then that's she threatened him. He ran into the cave. You know, I don't know why he did that. but <laughs> See, this spirit questions the integrity of others in order to discredit them. Have you second-guessing yourself? But see, this is what my philosophy is, and, 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 and I'm telling all, all, you know, like I told you, I play chess, but I don't tell you the strategy, but sometimes I'll be preaching, I'll be telling you all my tricks. This is the thing. There, there are people that's been operating that spirit. Look, see, 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 see people are going to take this a certain way. That have been walking through these doors. I didn't say when, so don't go around, don't, don't go back and be like, is, is it I? Is it you? If it's you, change. Come on, man. You know, like, you know, like every time you say something, like, was he, is he talking about me? Listen, when I'm talking about you, it'll be real easy. I'll say your name. If I ain't say your name, and but you feel in some kind of way, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know. I'm just, I got that from uh, ministers going to come out here, ministers during the, uh, during the anniversary. He'd be like, I'm just saying. <laughs> right, right. So, 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 so what, I'm, what, what I'm trying to realize is, not realize, but what we're, what we're trying to get here is we got to recognize these things. We talked about this authority and power. Uh, what was it? My name is Victory. He gave me authority. Right, right, right. right. So he's given us authority, but he's given us discernment. And so, and so we had the question this morning about drinking and what levels this, that, and the other. Man, can you see? Let's just stop. Can you really see? See, because if all this stuff is just hovering around you, you, you can't see. You want to sharpen your discernment. You don't want to risk, like, uh, you don't want to risk contamination hanging out with you. Like standing right next to you and you don't see it. Like your best friend. Like in the movie, the person's in your house. You paying for them to sabotage your household. Right? They're like, how, could, how, how does that happen? Blind, not seeing. Right? And so we don't want this to happen. And this is the thing. Like, once that happens, like, once people get uh, married to that Ahab or Jezebel spirit, if there's an agreement, especially with the Jezebel spirit, with leadership, whether it came from sexual favors or, or spiritual illegal desires of leadership, all parties involved will have to get back in place, back in God's set order, before their authoritative prophetic word can break the spell of Jezebel off that leadership. That's what frees the church. So when God is challenging people to get in agreement and get past themselves and hard hearts, go back and listen to how to pray, uh, uh, phase one, um, 
from this morning, please. So I don't have to go back and through all this stuff. But when he gets everybody in agreement, it's not a punishment. It's a blessing. And he's trying to, see, again, when you get in agreement and you're under the anointing, the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God, those spirits can't hang out. But when you out there in the outskirts, on the out, out there on the outside by yourself, man, they just picking you off. Man, who has a fortress, a tabernacle, and, and the tabernacle's here. You cover and you walking outside. Where the enemy at? Boom! You take it out. That's what we doing. We walking up out of the presence of God, going, man, ain't nothing gonna happen to me. And even in the movies, that's the person that died, right? <laughs> You know, just stay right here. Just stay behind me. You know, hey, whatever you do, stay behind me. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Boom. I just told you, fool, to stay behind me. Or what's the other one? What's the other one? Hey, 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 just stay down. Stay down. Stay down. Look, stay hidden. Stay hidden. Stay, stay under the tabernacle. And the person go, I don't know. Is they out there? <laughs> That's what we're doing now. We, got, we can't do that. So, we got, so, so what God does is he's trying to bring us in harmony, bring us in agreement, bring us under the tabernacle, but we're going to have to get past some of our pride. See, this is the thing, because that Jezebel spirit knows the, the, the mighty warriors in the kingdom. They know that. They know it's very, they know, know who they, they know those that are submitted to authority. They know the people that's not. They love the, the people that, man, ain't nobody need to do that. I, that's not how I roll. Listen, it was a movie where the person could, where the animals could smell fear. They could smell disobedience, lack of submission. I smell something. Rebellion. Oh, I think we got one here. But, but. They recognize that person submitted to authority. See, the thing is, when the devil come at me, I'm not going, you can't do nothing with me. I'm going, you, you sure you want to mess with him? <laughs> See, I'm, 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 I'm submerged in Christ. I'm crucified with Christ. I'm not leaving the, 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 the protection of Christ to stand out in front of Christ to go, I got this one. <laughs> Are we serious? That's what we're doing right now. With our little philosophies, our little, especially the kids. Your kids. You got this arrogance like, I don't need to do that. Now, you're basing this on what proof? On what trial and error? What, what wealth of experience and fulfillment have you gone through yet? You would think you would, you would want to submit. That's the praise and worship agreeing. <laughs> See, this is one of the most conniving ways this spirit, this spirit gets over is to find a place of familiarity with the individual that's sent against it. So a lot of times God is sending us to take out the spirit, but that spirit tries to weaken us. See, see, see that's why you can't show up in your position of authority in insecurity. You can't do that because all, all, the spirit will just make you secure. Oh, it's okay. You can't show up like that. You can't show up playing a victim because it assumes you as the victim. 
Right, okay, let's, let's look at 2 Kings. Let's look here. Because you, because, uh, so I gave you the story in the cave, right? Yeah. Well, not the story of the cave, but I, I gave you the story of when Elijah took out the 450 prophets. I, I didn't, we didn't read it, but he ran into a cave. Some of y'all know the story. And because um, he was like, he worried about his life because Jezebel said, hey, I'm about to take you out. Right. And so, again, you know, he, he didn't need to do all that. But, but God was like, okay, so you've gone maybe too far enough. Like, you've done some great things. You prophesied for me, signs, wonders, and miracles. You represented me well. You got a great heart. We probably can get you through this, but it's only going to get hot and heavier. So what I'm going to need you to do is pass that mantle on. We're going to pass a few mantles on. A few of y'all in position. We got, we got a captain of the host in position. We got, we got priests in position. We got a king in position. We changing all that. All right? And so this is what we need to do. We need to anoint a new priest. We need to anoint a new king. We need to anoint somebody in your state. Pass that mantle on to Elijah. Right? And so, 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 so this is the position he's in. But one of the things he was told to anoint King Jehu. So, so, so when God shows up, see, God always has a plan. And when God shows up, see, see, I don't care what's happening out there. God's plan is greater than whatever you see out there. And so God decides, ah, you know what? Yeah, enough's enough. Anoint King Jehu to take out Jezebel. So, 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 yes, he was anointed to be king, to run the kingdom, but first assignment, take that fool out, right? So Jehu shows up, he goes, uh, uh, 2 Kings 9. My, my chapter opens up with Jehu is anointed king, right? And verse 10, it says, look, and the dog shall eat, Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel, and there shall be none to bury her. And he opened the door and fled, right? This is what's prophesied, right? And then verse 30, down here, verse 30, it says, and when Jehu was come to Jezreel to do what? Fulfill the prophecy, right? When he was come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard it, and she painted her face, put on her makeup, and tired her head, and looked out the window. She adorned herself. Now, now, this is the same Jezebel when after Elijah took out the prophets, said, I'm going to kill that fool. She didn't, she didn't put on no makeup and, and she didn't, uh, what did you do, straighten her hair? She saw she can intimidate. So she's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to take that fool out. That, that was her thing to scare him. This same Je- Jezebel, if you tough, Jehu coming, bring him. Where, where he at? I'm going to take him out, just like I said I was going to take out. No, 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 she didn't do that. She recognized something in him. This is the anointing of God. I can't do nothing with him. Ain't no fear in him. He's going to be obedient. He's submitting to the authority of, of what he was anointed to do. Amen. Right? So, so it says she painted herself, verse 31, and as Jehu entered in at the gate, she said, had, had Zim, Zimri peace, who slew his master, right? And he lifted up his face to the window and said, who was on my side? Who? And there looked out 
to him two or three eunuchs. And he said, throw her down. So they threw her down and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses and he trod her underfoot, <laughs> the horse. And when he was come in, he did eat and drink and said, go see now this cursed woman and bury her for she is a king's daughter. And they went to bury her, but they found no more of her than the skull. Remember, because he says she wouldn't get buried. He was all eaten up. Look, look at his response to her being cute and saying, oh, Zimri had peace. Hey, anybody with me? Throw it down. See, he didn't just fall into, see, see, that's how we do. You know, well, they acted nice. What did God tell you to do? Separate yourself from the relationship. That's what God told you to do, right? Somebody tell you, well, you know, this is different. Be obedient, man. Your obedience will sever this tie because it's like a tie on your life. It's like, it's like Romans 7, the things that I want to do, I can't do. The things I don't want to do, I find myself doing. Oh, wretched man I am, who can deliver me from this body of death? I know it says the Holy Spirit, obedience. In, in this, this category we're talking about, obedience can deliver us, right? And so, so, so again, we have to watch these spirits, right? Um, see, see, again, they're operating in similar to their father, their father, Baal, who rewards compromise to guide you into presumption over confidence. See, that spirit of Baal always rewarded compromise because it's trying to pull you into overconfidence. We must recognize that, that the spirit of Jezebel did not take authority. She was provoked into it. The spirit is authorized when we are in disobedience, right? So, so if it's something God tells us to do, we don't do it. The spirit of Jezebel goes, okay, I'll do that for you. So now you've allowed somebody in position that they weren't designed to have all because you weren't obedient. So God tells you to sing, you don't sing. I guarantee you somebody sitting in there with that spirit, like, I'll sing. Now you got someone in the choir, you sitting out there going, I don't know why they got that person up in there. Man, they always trying to manipulate and control. Well, they up in there because you ain't in place. Amen. See, they, 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 they vacated, relinquished authority. See, when you're obedient, you receive the authority to come up and sing authorized. So now you don't take your position, somebody else comes up, and they're unauthorized singing, bleeding into or weakening the authorization of those that are supposed to sing. And, and, and yoke's supposed to be destroyed and removed up in the house, right? God tells you to submit to authority so you can uh, prepare to speak. You don't do it. You're not ready to speak. You're just in your head. But you're not, your heart is not attached to what God's saying. Now you got somebody else up there jumping up. I'll speak. Same things that are not authorized. That are not removing any burdens or any yokes. Thank you for the amen, brother. So, so 1 Kings 21, um, and I'll, I'll just give you the story for the second time. Verse 1 through 12, but I do want you to write down the scripture. That's how it processed. So, nah, we got to read it. Uh, what did I say? Uh, 1 Kings 21. Let's go there. 
sometimes you just got to read through this stuff. It really, it plays out a lot in our lives. All right, so, so, so um, verse 21, it came to pass. I mean, verse 1, I'm sorry. 1 Kings 21, verse 1. It came to pass that after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard, right? Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. So it's right next to it. And Ahab spake to Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near my house. Right next to my house, bro. I will give, it says, I will give thee for it better vineyard than it, if it seem good to thee, and I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Ahab, the Lord forbid me, forbid it me that I should give, look, the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. Now, again, we're talking about a vineyard, but we're also talking about inheritance. So you can go, I don't have a vineyard, but you do have an inheritance, Amen. right? Just want to make sure you're relating to the story, okay? Verse 4, it says, and Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased, uh-oh, playing the victim, because of the word of Naboth, the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he said, and he laid down upon his bed and turned away his face and wouldn't eat no bread. Played the victim in the depression role, right? But, Je- but Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said unto him, why is thy spirit so sad that thou eateth bread? Remember, that spirit will comfort, comfort the victim. So, oh, baby to self-pity. And he said unto her, because I spake unto Naboth, the Jezreelite, and said unto him, give me thy vineyard for money, or else if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. And Jezebel's wife said unto him, does thou not govern the kingdom of Israel? And once again, who's got your ear, right? Arise, eat bread, let thine heart be married. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreel, Je- the, the, the Jezreelite. So now she just she just subtly shifted authority right there, right? And so she wrote letters in Ahab's name. Now she just took authority. <laughs> like she's, she's not the king, right? And sealed them with his seal and sent letters unto the elders and the nobles that were in the city dwelling in Naboth. And she wrote in the letters saying, proclaim a fast and set Naboth on high among the people. And set two men, sons of Belial, liars, before him to bear witness against him, saying, Thou this blasphemy uh, God and the king, and then carry him out, stone him, and that he may die. So, make a long story short, she basically got him killed, and he got the vineyard. Look, 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 look. She ain't the king. She took authority, executed violence to manipulate for him to get something that was somebody else's inheritance. Ain't that how it plays out in our lives, right? And so, so we have to watch that because that's when, that's when she was released into that false anointing, right? That spirit, see, the spirit can't rule where it hasn't been given authority. He pretty much gave her authority playing the victim, right? See, see, the spirit doesn't take over. It assumes legal authority in the absence of real authority because he, he vacated his authority. She took over. Remember, that's why that spirit couldn't penetrate Christ, because he, was, he submitted every act to the obedience of the Father, right? That's what Scripture tells us to cast down all imaginations, bring every thought 
in the captivity to obedience. That rebellious thought that I'm not doing that, I don't need to do that, we need to cast that down because, again, that's, that's drawing in Jezebel, right? Let this mind be in you was also in Christ Jesus. Then it says he was obedient unto death. It's saying have this mindset because if not, you're going to open the door for that spirit. You're going to play to Ahab and draw in the Jezebel, right? You're going to play to Ahab. See, Ahab and Jezebel, in reality, they're the symptoms. They're not the root. They're, they're the result, right? See, if you think about Ahab, who was a descendant of Jeroboam, which it talked about, Jeroboam was a counterfeit king. He ordained the lowest of the people, not the Levites. If you go back and study it, he ruled out of fear of losing. He was, he was worried about losing something. He ordained himself a priest because he thought he was going to lose the people so he started to create like his own, you know, like I'm the priest, so you might want to listen to me, and I'm going to put forth these worships. Jeroboam was off the hook. Everybody he put in place was not Levites because Levites hear from God. They're going to tell you that's wrong. He put people in place that was just he can control and manipulate. And he had rolled the same way. Descendant of his father, right? Right? And so, so, so 1 Kings 12 and 13, just for you guys to, to read through that for the sake of time. So Jeroboam didn't understand. See, see, see he's the Ahab of Jeroboam. So, so Jeroboam ordained the lowest. But if you study out Jeroboam also, Jeroboam really wasn't in the lineage. He wasn't really supposed to be the next king. The next king lost his mind. So they said, let's go get Jeroboam because he served so well. But what he didn't understand, you were given a mantle that you paid nothing for. You didn't grow up in the lineage under tutors and governors. You actually served, but you didn't, you, you weren't next in line. So you should have appreciated it. He lost his mind. Out of fear, I'm going to take out anybody that could possibly be a king. But you just got the kingdom without doing nothing. Why would you, why would you have to go through all that trouble? Right? So he lost sight, but, the, but again, he's the, uh, Ahab was the descendant of him. If you start reading through the scripture, the people said, did the same thing that Jeroboam did, operating the same evil that Jeroboam did, in the same spirit that Jeroboam, Jeroboam did, worship the same gods that Jeroboam did. And you know what those gods was? Ashtoreth and Baal. See, the, the, the scripture says Jezebel is a daughter of the goddess Ashtoreth, because her father, Eth Baal, which means Baal's man, he was a priest of Ashtoreth, of, of, of the goddess of seduction and perversion. So, so he drew people into seduction and perversion. Hey, he was the, the, the catalyst for the worship. And the way they worship is orgies and things of that nature. This is the person you're marrying? You're, you're taking God's inheritance and you're marrying it to that? As if it was a light thing. Y'all really still think I'm talking about Ahab? Because you see, this is what we're doing. We're marrying ourselves to stuff that weakens our victory and our authority. Right? And, and, and I, I, I said, I told them this morning, I, I just, I'm always reading, so, so when, I, when I work out, I read between sets. 
right? So I was, I was just reading through, because I'm studying something out for something down the road, and I was like, and I've read this a thousand times. I've said this before. Chosen Israel was a trip, but I'm like, we're a trip, right? Because it's like, do you realize, okay, they were in bondage, right? Right, you know they were in bondage, and God sent them Moses, right? Right, sent them Moses to deliver them. And so, so, so they go through the wilderness to purge the fools. Is that, that's true. People that wasn't, you know, they, you know. Yeah, 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 right, right. And so, so, so now, so God's what? Y'all, y'all seen the movies? The promised land, right? Now, what does that sound? That sounds great, right? Now, of course, they describe the land of milk and honey, this, that, and other. Basically, whatever you need, this, that, and the other. You know, just everything. You know, just, just everything. All right. But he gave him instructions. I'm going to send you here. I'm taking you out of bondage, so don't take the bondage with you. Hey, it told him not to be intimate with them. It said, don't go into them. That's what it meant. Don't be intimate with them. Because you'll merge with the wrong spirits. He said, don't do that. He said, separate yourself from them. Hey, see, see, that's the Old Testament. New Testament says, come out from among them and be ye separate. Don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Same thing in the New Testament as it says in the Old Testament. Right? All right, so it broke down all these different things, and it said, hey, you do this, all of what you experience here in bondage, you ain't going to experience none of that no more. You really would truly be free. They took some people with them. They didn't take out. Even when they got into the land, they were supposed to take everybody out. They didn't take everybody out. Now, some of them tricked them. You know, Jebusites, one of them tricked them. Right? So now you have still had these people in the land. You read through the scripture. It'll say, it starts in Judges. It'll say God used the very people that they didn't remove to prove them. That's test. I know we're talking about proving. The very people. How? There would have been no wars if they had removed those people. Those are the people that started the wars. See, look, when this coast is clear, which who you think is your friends going to flip on you because they're not sanctifying themselves. They can't help it. The devil has access. When they were cool with you, the devil just left them alone. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, don't bother them because I, I, I want them to, to, to like them. And as soon as you got comfortable, that spirit jumped in them because he had access because they're not setting themselves apart, right? And once he got access, that, I don't understand what happened. I, 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 they just changed on me. No, they were just, they, God didn't say they cool. He says, come out from among them, be ye separate. He don't care if they cool. He don't care if you like them. He don't care if they keep pumping your ego up. They pump your ego up for a reason. So you don't see them. And so he keeps doing that. And, we, and, and when, I, when I was reading through it, I said, oh, my God. I said, this is us. This is this world. All this stuff that you're watching and all this stuff, it's the same thing. Yes. God's saying separate, and we're going, well, ain't nothing wrong with that. What's the big deal with that? See, that's what I'm saying. We need balance. <laughs> we need evil and good. Really. Yeah, we need health and poison. You know, you got to have a balance in your life, you know. I need to take some poison in, you know, eat right. No, it don't even make sense. If you just, if you stop and look, it really don't make sense. That's not what balance is. Like, like that's not balance. Obviously, we're not going to spend every day, all day, 
24-7 in, in Scripture and in church. We got jobs. You got to take care of your family, right? You got to do those things. Okay, that's balance, right? But not evil, taking in some evil. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> it just, it, but when I was reading through the Scripture, I said, hey, it happened before. And you'll see, you'll, when you see, when God told them, look, when God said, separate from them, Baal and Ashtoreth was allowed to roll with, with the, the read, uh, uh, read through the scripture, the king, when you read through the kings, it says, this person is evil on the side of the Lord. This person didn't. This, per, this person, then it might say, this person uh, was uh, Josiah. This person did good in the sight of the Lord, and he, it says he, he took out the high places. The places where they were worshiping Baal and Ashtoreth. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, some people did, almost did it, and then like left, left the, the option. But God said, okay, just by grace, I'm going to look out for them. But that was the, see, evil was we're worshiping things that's not God. We're allowing in the confusion and the perversion. Worship is not, I'm talking about it. Worship is I'm opening my heart up into it and they yield to it. When people go into clubs, do you know they're worshiping in there? You know that, right? They're, come on, man. Hey. <laughs> they're worshiping. You got your hands up. Hey. Right? Hey. Right? You're in there worshiping. Hey, hey, hey Listen. What, 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 is, what is the tribal, when, it, when, it, when it rain dancing and stuff like that, they worshiping, right? Yeah. What are they doing dancing, ain't they? Mm-hmm. When you out there at the bar, the club, the, whatever y'all, I don't know what y'all do now. What, what people do now, that's not fair to say y'all doing it. I don't know what they do now because I don't do it. But when you're doing it, you're relaxing in an atmosphere of music, right? And you're opening your heart up. Worship. I can't, I, can't, I can't get my car without turning on worship. I didn't say God worship. <laughs> right? Same thing they doing. That's evil in the sight of God. God's saying, you're not doing nothing to push you in my presence. You're doing something that's going to draw you into bail confusion, seduction, and perversion. Same God's different day. They just ain't announcing themselves. I'm being nice. I was about to announce what some of their names are right now, but, you know, somebody might throw rocks at me. Right? And see, so this is the thing. That, 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 that spirit senses weakness in authority and automatically starts to assume that authority. Soon as weakness, I can get in easy. And, and, and so, uh, some of the stuff I, I learned in a, it's a book called Spiritual Inheritance by uh, Juanita Bynum. I read it, I don't know, in the 90s. It might have been the 90s. Um, if not 2000 or something. But I think it was the 90s. And one of the things that stood out for me, she used these two examples. So, there's these two fish. One of them is Hawaiian Rasi. Uh, it's a W-R-A-S-S-E. And this, this will be on the... Uh, the video if you watch it. Uh, so in this species of fish, when the male dies, 
the largest, most aggressive female literally undergoes a sex change and becomes a male because authority is missing. The other one is Antheas, A-N-T-H-I-A-S. Now, this is interesting because the male doesn't have to die with this fish. Instead, if he isn't aggressive enough, the most dominant female will begin to change his sex into a male because authority is not there. See, even in the fish group, they know somebody got to lead. They, hey, they travel in schools, right? Birds flying flocks. Everybody understands this but us. And they understand authority. Somebody has to lead. So in this particular case, the fish, the fish well, the, the second one is probably trying to take over. The first one is like, oh, no, no, there has to be a lead. You see what I'm saying? So, that, so they'll change into a, the male, which is considered, because the male is who they're going to follow. They ain't going to follow the female. So they got to change it to a male. So you still think I'm talking about fish? Okay, all right. And so, and so, so, so one may ask themselves how, how we can open the door for these spirits. How does this, we open the door? Number one thing is rebellion. Now, in a few weeks, we're going to just spend a whole section on rebellion, right? So we ain't going to get into a whole section, but one of them is rebellion. See, see, now think about the beginning of the word rebellion. Rebel, B-E-L. Baal, remember that spirit, that confusion spirit? So it's, it's worshiping Baal or Baal. So rebel is repeat confusion. Rebel is co- repeat confusion. Rebellion, when you add that suffix on the end, that's living confusion. See, so for us, rebellion is an option. Confusion is an option for us. And we're so in denial, we don't see how as soon as we rebel, confusion starts to bleed in our life. But we're in denial. We go, I don't understand why that's happening. How about rebellion? We just open the spirit up for something. See, anything out of harmony with God's authority is, is in confusion. Anything out of harmony with God is in confusion. Scripture says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. First Corinthians. 1 Samuel 15, uh, I believe it's 22-23, right? It's as the sin of witchcraft, right? Rebellion, look, re-confusion, right? Repeat confusion. See, see, way back, you know, how... So we know, we know back in Joshua, I believe Joshua chapter 2, you'll, or Judges chapter 2, you'll see when Baal and Asterisk kind of came on the scene a little bit because people start flipping. Instead of listening to God, they wasn't listening. Then they, then they was begging for judges, and then from judges, kings, right? Why don't you just be obedient? How about that, right? So they opened the door for these spirits of confusion and seduction, right? And so, we, so there's, there's places where where leaders was leading people in harmony and those spirits aren't, aren't there. But then 
You had Solomon, read the scripture. Solomon was able to build all those temples, well, build uh, the temple of God and his temple because there was peace round about in all the kingdom. There were no wars. It was wars during David's time. But during Solomon's time, it was, he was chilling. Solomon got overconfident and started taking in all these wives, brought back the, each, those wives from the other people were worshiping these gods. So he brought right back in those spirits. You go, if you read through it, you'll see that's when the spirit showed up again. And so it pulls us into perversion. perversion. If you're not operating, you're operating in perversion if you're not fulfilling your design. If you're not fulfilling why God put you here, you, it's, it's, you, it's, you're a twisted version of what God purpose and plans you to do. Right? So that's perversion, twisted, wicked. All creation waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, right? Romans 8, 19. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Because when we're in authority, we're in our rightful position. Everybody's rejoicing because they were designed to harmonize with a person in the right position. They, the authorized person. They wasn't designed to harmonize with the unauthorized person. That's why when you push yourself and get in position and things don't flow, they're not designed to flow with you. You're out of position. You know, you, let's say you're supposed to be an assistant. You're rushing to be top. As an assistant, uh, 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 this is Terry Nance, he, he, he has a series called God's Armor Bearer. He blew up as an armor bearer. Books, all, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of books sold. He was in position. So we have to be in our position, right? But we, you know, we want what's shiny. Suppose that's not your position. Suppose you're the heart. That means without you, we can't live. But you got to go into the unseen for us to live. You trying to be the eyes. You, I like your eyes. <laughs> well, never hear nobody say, I like your heart. I'm, I'm talking about they like the, you have heart. I'm talking about nobody's, who talks about the heart? Who wakes up and spends hundreds of dollars a week to make sure they have a heart appointment? I'm, I'm not talking about people got bad hearts in there. Yeah, I know what I meant. I'm, I compared it to a hair appointment. Y'all know exactly what I meant, right? But, but listen, and, and all types of people done flipped, dipped, burnt, and lost their hair, and they still living, still vital, still running around. Let something happen to your heart. But nobody sees it. Suppose you're the heart. You just gonna let us die? That's how we're rolling now. You're just going to let us die. All because you want to be the hair. <laughs> That's what we work to you. You probably get up there and go ball right away anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, so perversion is whenever anything else is on the throne of our hearts or any other lifestyle is exalted other than what God has designated. And see, so, so but God has a provision or adjustment for this perversion. It's called correction. Correction is what brings us back in line 
in harmony with God and it pulls us out of rebellion. So we're directed back into God's set order, right? Directed back into God's set order, right? We're pulled out of being drawn into perversion, um, which pulls us out of the path towards God's authority. See, which, see, see, again, narrow is the way because that narrow way leads us right into the path of, of walking in authority. All the broad way leads us into all these other gods, right? Matthew seven thirteen, right? And see, falling to, when we fall into pride and greed, uh, what, uh, Juanita, Juanita Bynum said this, this can cause that which was once real and pure to become perverted. When you fall into pride and greed, Something that was once pure can become perverted. That's what happened to Saul. It was once pure, but he fell into pride and greed. And it, and it was twisted. It was perverted. You've seen this men of God. We, we've talked about this. I know some men of God powerful. Major impact in my life. But then they got into pride and greed, and it twisted them. You know, and they got, you know, it became perverted. And, and see, so there's two things, um, and I'm in here, but there's two things that provoke the spirit, that spirit of Jezebel to come into existence. One is when leadership has an evil desire or a spirit of perversion in their hearts, obviously. And when a leader takes on a mantle that, was, that wasn't given to him by God and then begins to change the assignment or go in a different direction, not intended for his ministry, his business, his life, and his purpose. Right? That's when you open the door. Right? When, you, when, when, when you're reaching for ministry, which is considered to be a good thing, but, it become, but become a part of a ministry that was not mandated for God or for you. That's like somebody doing a soup kitchen because everybody says, well, if you really do outreach, you need to do a soup kitchen. But suppose God didn't tell the ministry to do a soup kitchen. So now you, you, you're doing something that you weren't have a mantle to do. That Jezebel spirit will come right in. See, see, this, this spirit is always seeking for people who will worship a God they would never obey. You know what that's called? That's called an idol. Always looking for somebody that will worship a God they will never obey. Plenty of people talk about God, talk about this, that, and the other, but they don't obey God. Jesus is their Savior, but he's never been their Lord. Right? Don't even operate from that, that standpoint, right? And, 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 and you got to watch it because that spirit, like you come in the house and that spirit will have you focus on every, every other thing except for what God is saying through his man of God. Like you can even think your, 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 your intellect or your Bible knowledge is more important. So your, your, your ear is not attentive, right? You're not locked in. Because you have, a, you have another focus. And again, that's, that's in, on the inside, that's rebellion. When you start to think, eh, that's not necessary. So what about what God is saying is not necessary? And see, remember that spirit tries to discredit authority so they don't have to submit to it. So it's easy to go, well, I don't necessarily know if that, that person's hearing from God. Well, that helps you out. Now you don't have to listen, right? That's a, that's a rebellious spirit. Amen. And that opens the door for confusion and perversion. And again, there's a grace. Remember, because a sentence against the evil work is not executed speedily, people find it in their hearts to do evil. 
Just because you haven't reaped the wrath yet doesn't mean it's not coming. You're just having an opportunity to really repent. I'm talking about truly repent. That's why people aren't all in. They're not all in because rebellion is severing the connection. And that's just not a put down. It's just, it's just a reality. That's why people don't tithe because you would have to commit to tithe. See, think about it. Tithing is real simple. We want the harvest, don't we? No, we want God to trust us with the harvest, right? Can God trust us with the seed? You see what I'm saying? So I can't be trusted with the seed, but I want God to trust me with the harvest. And then why wouldn't we tithe? It's in the Bible. But that would be rebellion, right? It's not important to me. Or, or we convert tithing into something else, but what it means, tenth. How do we do that? Or we, we got all these different lineups and justifications to soothe ourselves. But the Bible says, we'll talk about this in a few weeks, having the readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Totally fulfilled. But you know there's people that talk about tithing and don't tithe? There's people that will tell you to tithe and won't tithe. Because what they're trying to do, they're trying to, to distract somebody from notice, noticing they're not being obedient in that area. Why am I talking about that? Because we don't talk about money. But it is important. Where your treasure is, your heart is. And so think about somebody's heart that doesn't trust God. Who they trust in. So their bail is money. That's who they, their idol is money. We good? All minds clear? We, 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 yeah. Well, y'all want me to make up stuff? I can't make up nothing. I didn't tell you what the Bible says. I mean, I just, <laughs> right? And so, so, so as we're going through this, quick recognition is something. We were talking about it yesterday. My grandson was playing in Fayetteville. And so, we was, uh, so my son just kept saying, oh, he said, Dad, remember quick recognition? Remember when we talk about, see, they got to recognize that. Well, the same thing, quick recognition is recognize, quickly recognize where there's rebellion Quickly repent and be obedient. Man. That's all. Not, don't, don't, don't spend the whole day getting driving in your car. Oh, man, I should have done better. Hey, you know better, you do better. It's once you recognize it, be quick to obey. That's the, listen, listen. Uh, there, was a, uh, there was a minister here, and he was teaching one time, and he was talking about forgiveness and stuff like that. And, and we was about to go into, I think, New Beginnings. And he was like, uh, he says, man, he says, if there's anything in your heart, you know, uh, I'll just quickly make sure you forgive it. As far as I'm concerned, I forgive, I don't forgive everybody. I know I've done it verbally, and I know I've done it in their face. But even me, I was like, well, I ain't going to take no chances. So the person that really had, had, a, had a major impact on me being least hurt that I had forgiven I reached out. So, you know why I did it? Because I was like, I'm making sure there ain't nothing in my heart that ain't supposed to be in. I ain't gonna, see, we be taking chances. There's probably nothing in there. <laughs> I, well, it's probably almost, probably pretty much obedience, you know. This is what we were talking about, the, the drinking earlier. Well, you know, I, I could be impaired. I might not be impaired, but I think I'm fine. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, 
I feel like I'm fine, or I believe I'm fine. You can add that to this is something she was telling me uh, that she's working on to teach, right? But I believe, I, I, it's pretty, for the most part, I, y'all different from me. I don't want to take the chance. Like, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be better to know Amen. than to be guessing? Yeah. So, so you got a yes, got an amen, got a couple of head nods and a few people. <laughs> if I say yes, do I have to be obedient? <laughs> do I got to change something? You be pulling me into this stuff. Do I got to change something? Man, I just love you. If you don't do it, my life is still my life. If you do do it, we get to share the life together. <laughs> well, I'm going to enjoy it whether you do it or not, just for the record. <laughs> so I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm going to love you for where you are. Plenty of people been here for how long? How long you been here? I'll just pick with you since you're up front. About 10 years. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Is, am I lying? No, you ain't lying. Great people you got to go through great things with, okay? All right, let's stand on our feet. That's not. That's not.